Good morning to you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today on this epic February 9th. It's a Saturday morning in Hollywood, LA, and I am glistening with gratitude for you for holding this vessel, this space of awakening and bringing to you this week's, this month's revelations. I have been in a state of introspection and so I wanted to share with you what I have birthed in my revelatory process throughout these past days that I have been away from the podcasting world. And so I'm back, I'm back, and I'm grateful that you're joining me. If this is your first time, welcome. Uh, You have arrived at a place where hopefully together we will grow and expand and learn how to create even more emotional freedom. That is my intention to share with you today. And so I have seven steps that I'd love to be guiding you and teaching you on with today that will provide for you, hopefully, the same stem of beautiful, beautiful, groundbreaking work to do internally that I have seen amongst my clients Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Alta. That is what I am referred to in this godly world, this universe. And I am a hypnotherapist, a spiritual coach and healer. I dive deep into the subconscious mind. This is my forte. It's my playing field. And I am guided at all times as a spiritual entrepreneur to birth from the depths of my soul, the things that really, truly make an impact. And so as a warrior woman out here in the world, thank you again for joining me. And if you've been sharing my podcast and showing me love and going on to my online hypnosis store, I am so extremely grateful for everything you're doing. I see how you are breaking boundaries down within yourself and it's beautiful. The awakening is amazing. So today I would love to help all of us in the space of emotional breakthroughs. I actually sat down and have been in a space of introspection. I really, these past I would say nine days. I can't believe it feels so much longer since I've actually, you know, come out here and spread love and spread light into the podcast world. But in this nine days, I created a new program that I am excited to help people discover their subconscious blueprint. And in that, it stemmed from a lot of the personal lessons that I have been guided to witnessing through my clients this week, as well as internally observing the emotional cycles of which I've been going through and how I process through them, techniques that I've gathered through hundreds of seminars that I've been, that I've actually attended to, been to, led myself, and as well through client sessions and seeing the pattern breakthroughs that I notice within them. And so, I took a moment to really scale back, pouring outwardly and to scale in to take my power back. And so in that, 
in taking my power and rediscovering myself throughout these last nine days, I have been noticing that there's been a lot of common denominators. And when I notice a lot of common denominators reflecting back at me, I realize that this is God's way of infusing something inside of me that comes through the pathway of an experience, a recurring lesson, and or a recurring emotion. And so this week, I have been learning so much about the depth of childhood trauma and how deep the repercussions are on our communication patterns. And with that being said, it really has a deep effect I've noticed and recognized not only within myself, but within other clients of how much that sustaining a vision immediately in direct focus is important and a key importance to the pursuing of the bigger picture because in the pursuit we also delegate through emotional scales and that emotional variance has the ability to keep you centered on your purpose and or deviate you from your purpose and so when the purpose I've noticed isn't defined and isn't clear and or the vision isn't immediate and to the forefront of the center of the mind that it's completely easy to ver- to have that emotional variance and to really be rerouted from your course and so at that When I look at clients, when I look at myself, when I look at our human basic functions and our human needs, I've really had just a moment this past week. And because I look at the experiences through the filter of knowing that everything is seeking to teach us something, that there's actually a lesson within everything, that I become grateful for it. So yes, the lessons is truly at the center point of the work that I have been doing and dedicating myself to this past week internally as a coach and a healer and someone that is constantly diving and pouring in deeply into others. I remind myself of how crucial and important it is to really sit with my own epiphanies and lessons and to sit and guide myself through any emotional pain that I've been going through and growing through to repurpose it because I have found that in the ability to really self-analyze and be introspective and to go through the unconscious subconscious patterns of why I may be doing something and or how it's appearing in my life or how I'm approaching something in thought and or action and or feeling and what it's actually dispersing throughout my day-to-days in trickled conversations in trickled feelings in trickled experiences that It really is my gift to be able to sit with my pain and to repurpose it into a gift for others. Hence, here we are. So I'm grateful. I really am just grateful in all of God's teachings in my life on the day-to-day basis because my pain, I've recognized, has become 
my center point of purpose and I've become a person who becomes really really in tune at listening to the undertone of other people's pain and really transforming it into a new light to birth something creative as to how to operate in methods and steps in distinguishing patterns and so I had to give myself permission this week and that was really a big big theme in the center point of my meditations throughout my day throughout a lot of client sessions we did so much sound bowl healing work and guided meditations and guided hypnosis and it was extremely impressive as to the breakthrough that can happen when we give ourselves permission and think about permission and what it means in your life and you know I sat so many different days and I would just meditate on this like what inside of me what areas inside of me have I created a reluctance in and or possibly not even gave myself the true permission we have this like gateway of permission that we think we have all permission but we can really recognize when we don't when there's a lot of hesitancy when there's a lot of doubt when there's a lot of fear when there's a lot of questions and oftentimes even permission in that permission to have doubt permission to just be permission to understand permission to be still permission to be in silence permission to be authentic permission to speak our truth permission to be okay and not being okay and permission to really understand that being internal and intro going through the cycles of introspection is necessary to have that light and to train ourselves to move through transformations within ourselves because that permission provides a cracked open open like window within our soul that reminds us that things are happening for us not happening to us and that deep healing that we crave is really at the center point of the guidance of being able to listen and so in that I gave myself permission really to grasp all of the lessons in which were reflecting back at me through clients and to really just sit in a state of non-attachment with permission and to observe and so with that I came up with a amazing pattern that I realized that we go through in client sessions and that I am using as the basis of my new program which is discover your subconscious blueprint in which I am breaking down into eight modules that I will be running one-on-one with clients and that I will be bringing to a group format also and so it's exciting because in the introspection practice and in the non-attachment of just recognizing and being in permission that everything is happening for us I can sit and I ask internally with love 
to be surprised by the answers that arrive and to be in happiness for the awakenings that arrive. And once all of the tears evaporate, because it's been a heavy week in client sessions and really doing a lot of the deep dive inner work that goes back to the depths of childhood traumas and the repercussions that our communication patterns that we have with others as well as ourselves as a result of the experiences that we've been through in our childhood really have a shaping on who we become and so even though we may think we've healed through things which I've come to recognize healing is like an onion there are so many layers and we can only go so deep as to how we are willing to meet the experience and or the understanding and sometimes the blessing of the revelation isn't even given to us in a spiritual standpoint completely because of our ability to integrate and so it's impressive how as we evolve as spiritual beings that we can take things into a deeper account and a greater account to be able to draw closer and observe and so in that permission this week I've been giving myself a lot of a lot of moments to observe and to really just draw in and one of the things the mantras that I flow often in is when a thing hurts my eyes it's time to stop looking at it when a thing hurts my ears it's time to truly stop listening to it and when a thing hurts my heart it's really time to stop justifying it and when I do that I can give myself a center point of permission and in that permission I can sit with any justification that I may have created and ask it for forgiveness and ask myself for forgiveness to be able to get back to a center point of love where no matter what it is that I'm growing through, I can send peace to it and I can prepare myself to be astounded as to what it is that God is seeking to reveal in my life. And so this past week with clients and sitting with their subconscious blueprints, it's been interesting as to how it is that we can create effective change within ourselves and to find the good that's always there within ourselves and within circumstances and the people that we're interacting with but to really boil back down to our thoughts and how it is that our thought process is really how we communicate into the quantum field of energy it's impressive really and our thoughts themselves have such deep energy and electrical impulses that our brain generates signals out and in the signals that we generate out there's a lot of ways that we can track and measure the impact and the frequency of our thoughts and with the ability to do that now it's completely 
completely revolutionary. There is a phenomenal book that is literally groundbreaking. I love it. It's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, How to Lose Your Mind and Create a New One by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And in this book, there is a study in which a cellular biologist by the name of Glenn Rain, who has a PhD, he conceived a series of experiments to test healers' ability to affect biological systems. And In this, since DNA is more stable than substances such as cells or bacterial cultures, he decided to have healers hold test tubes containing DNA. So the study took place at the HeartMath Research Center in California. And there, the people that conducted extraordinary research into the physiology of emotions and heartbreak heart-brain interactions and so much more really they essentially documented a specific link between our emotional states and our heart rhythms so when we have negative emotions such as anger and fear our heart rhythms become erratic and disorganized which was interesting because one of my clients yesterday he has a um, he has the apple iWatch and he was talking about how in the space of his emotions he's now tracking them and I found it to be extremely fascinating and I love it because he is extremely into fitness so not only as well does he track his emotional impact that he has every single day within his thoughts because he can actually see the variations of his heart rate but he also tracks it through his fitness and day-to-day life and so here when we have negative emotions such as anger and fear our heart rhythms become erratic and disorganized and so in the contrast positive emotions such as joy and love they are highly ordered. They produce a highly ordered, coherent pattern that heart math researchers found to refer to as heart coherence. So in Dr. Rain's experiment, what he first studied was a group of 10 individuals who were well-practiced in using techniques that heart math teaches to build heart-focused coherence. They apply the techniques to produce strong, elevated feelings of love and appreciation. Then for two minutes, they have the test group hold the vials of DNA samples and suspend them in deionized water. So what's interesting is when those samples were analyzed, no statistically significant changes had actually occurred in the DNA samples. The second group, on the opposite hand, of trained participants did the actual same thing. Instead, though, of just creating positive emotions and feelings of love and appreciation, they simultaneously held an intention, a thought, to either wind or unwind the strands of DNA that they were holding. So what was fascinating was that this group actually produced statistically significant changes in the conformation, the actual shape of the DNA samples, and some in by far, the DNA was wound and unwound as much as 25%, which is 
fascinating to me. It's crazy because that goes back to our subconscious process and how it is that we really deeply have so much more power in our thought process and in our emotional state. The universe really responds to the vibration of our emotion. And if everything is sustaining a vibration so much so that we can even test thought patterns in, in the waves that we project out, it's fascinating. So with that, I want to guide you to not only stop for a moment and to take a deep breath, but let's center ourselves in bringing a moment of love. So wherever you are, allow yourself right now just a moment to take a deep, relaxing breath. Inhale, really guide it from the center of your stomach and pull in that belly all the way to the back of the spine. Take a deep relaxing breath and I want you to think of someone very special to you someone who you love and someone that you just feel a deep sense of gratitude for a deep sense of appreciation and now just expand that center point of gratitude with love and allow it to just start bursting to create this erupting feeling and as you do so mentally shower them drain them soak them in that love and as you imagine it allow it to expand even more so infuse colors into it infuse the sounds of nature and as you feel this bursting love for them know that the extension of the love that you can imagine for someone else is also the extension of the love that you can imagine and expand to yourself so reshape that re align that and now imagine yourself as the center point of receiving to be able to shower and drench yourself in that same love and to do so notice how good it feels to have that and how good it feels to truly be in that you're laying the foundations in every moment that you do so of being able to experience warmth and experience gratitude and experience love and to come out of any cave of self-persecution that you may have been creating. So let's dive deep. I want to share with you the seven steps to emotional healing that I have arrived to this past week that I hope will serve you and that if you want to dive deeper you are by all means welcome to reach out to me and we can talk about putting you through the eight module program in which we will work together one-on-one to discover your subconscious blueprint and to guide you to an enlightenment process that will create emotional freedom on every level. For the condensed version, grab some pen, grab some paper, and let's dive deep. There's really three parts in these processes in which I'm going to guide you through. And in these processes, it is work, which is why a lot of my clients love doing this together. And I am excited to do the work with you. And so the three parts go through discovering the belief, honoring the belief, 
and then implementing the change. And so when we look at the seven steps of emotional healing and the patterns, one of the processes that we first go through with clients is we go through the discovery process, which is step one, really to be aware of the feelings and the thoughts and to allow the introspective moments. And so naturally, when we when we can look at the discovery and becoming aware of the things that are going on, the introspection allows us the first level, the foundation of being able to create emotional freedom because how can you truly be free of something that you're not even aware that is holding you in bondage? And so that is really crucial to discover. And then step two, to honor. So when you honor an emotion and a thought, we have to realize that even self-sabotaging thoughts on a subconscious level, they hold a positive intention at the core and the root of it. And so I teach clients a Hopopono practice in which we can be gentle observers and I teach them meditative processes here and to truly sit and go back to the space of permission to be still, to sit in that space of honor, which is step two. So in the step two process, to sit, to meditate, to go through Hopopono, to be the gentle observer and to talk to your problem, to talk through your problem, to talk about your problem and to understand your problem really is to honor the space of why that problem is here, of how it's showing up in your life and as to what it's guiding you to really discover and learn and honor and so in the honoring before we can change something we really have to give it space and appreciation because in the appreciation it goes back to the study this is how we can change the dna the molecular structure of our entire being and in that being we can look and dissect disease in our life as the disharmony of ease and so honoring is extremely important because even in dis-ease that comes up in our physical state in her ailments and her body syndromes everything is seeking to guide us to discover what it is that is happening on an internal level and so here this is where we can move into step three which is a deeper change and to invite the change in And one of the modalities that I do with clients here where we can reassociate in a much more accelerated fashion after we go through the discovery of the beliefs, we go through the honoring of the beliefs, we can now go in through step three, which is the changing of the beliefs. I use accelerated modalities such as hypnosis to reassociate things on a subconscious level, NLP to reassociate things on a physiological level as well, because in NLP, it really is the neuro-linguistic programming. And so programming is learned behaviors. And so as we distinguish the patterns in the learned behaviors of how the physiological body is responding to something, we can then match and mirror and model a new 
way of approaching something that will create a disassociation from the old pattern of behavior and reassociate a new pattern of behavior, which is powerful. So hypnosis, this is amazing. Mind you, if we are not doing deep diving work together one-on-one, I do have an entire hypnosis store online where I go through a lot of specific topics in which I will guide you through in your subconscious mind, which are instantly downloadable to you and to be able to use, you can go to www.loveyourselfmadly.love. That is my online home, my website. You can link to my portal of an online store there. Instantly download them. I've made them so economical. They're on um, a 70% off, I believe, right now in the entire store. So literally for $7.77, you can start to accelerate the process of change in your life. And naturally speaking, it takes work. So you got to do it every single night. It's not just a one-time thing, which is why you can download so many different sessions, put them on a playlist, listen to them on recurrence, um, on a day-to-day basis and so as you sleep at night this is where we do a lot of the deep work when clients come to see me we break through together I put them in a state of hypnosis where we create that overload that they do on a day-to-day on a day-to-day basis really through the process themselves and so then for step four we go back to the discovery process right so in step four this goes back to the three-part system. So discovering the belief, honoring the belief, implementing the change, and we do it in rounds. So in step four, I teach a level of breath work that can open and facilitate the immersion of depth in which you can go in to create physiological shifts and to release if you've been storing and are harboring tears breath work is extremely powerful in the coping because going back to the discovery process oftentimes here is where you know as I was talking about earlier childhood repression of experiences can really dictate a lot of the emotional freedom and or lack thereof that we have as adults so in the discovery again of what it is that may be holding you hostage to a state of emotion that is keeping you away from the alignment of your highest version of your highest self this is where it's necessary it's necessary to learn to guide in and so breath work i have found is one of the deepest ways to also help people in a meditative space to be the gentle observer And it's impressive how many times we can sit with breath and observe the variations of breath. And, you know, there's so many yoga teachers out there that will teach you so many different modalities and people specialized in breath work as well that will guide you. And though there's never any right or wrong way, I feel there's always an availability to approach something even without knowing and to realize that the center point of your desire of willingness is what will guide you to the permission, going back to the permission, the permission to do things right, the permission to do things, um, to do things in a space where it gives you 
the availability to try to do things over and over and to know that you have the permission even if you think you're doing it wrong giving yourself the permission to do things wrong and to arrive to the center point of feeling good and so step five this is where we go through in creating the pathway to emotional healing and really deciphering the pattern in step five we go back through honoring again and so honoring step five is really to journal the epiphanies to journal the understanding to journal the emotional impacts and through writing this is where we can create not only a an honoring process but really a deep release because we go into a space of automatic writing and in a consciousness of allowance and permission we can go through the stream of consciousness would allow which allows us to really it's like opening and emptying the vessel of your own acknowledgement of what it is that you're going through giving your brain and your heart and your soul and your emotions a deep release this is also when i'm working one-on-one with clients where i look at the graphology of their handwriting and i can tell a lot of the undertones of what's happening in their subconscious process through this very honoring honoring state and honoring exercise and I can't even begin to tell you how many journals I have that are filled front and back with epiphanies I can probably count like over 40 and it'll be never ending for the rest of my life and I hope that in the space of the work that you do with yourself and the intention of creating emotional healing that you remember that you will be constantly tested throughout life and that it's not just a one-time thing that you don't just journal that one time and then know that the lesson is ingrained for life no it really is about the self-inquiry and the consistent process of self-inquiry that allows God's teachings in your life to become a foundation of growth. And so from step six, we move into, uh, well, step six, I mean, is the personal development to override the topic of pain in your life. And so here is where personal development, meaning listening to information that will give you a deeper understanding and or awaken a new philosophy of thought within you and or guide you to be able to perceive something through the eyes of someone else because going back to neuro-linguistic programming when we are in the state of being the problem because we are the creator of the problem based on how it is that we are holding ourselves in the incubatory process of perception that we are also the state of solution when in fact we can literally grasp what it is that is holding us and perceive it differently and so to do so that means that we need to grow and we need to evolve and the easiest way to do so is to gain information and knowledge which is so readily available to us in every possible platform imaginable through books through audiobooks through podcasts um, through therapy through deep-hearted conversations with friends that have a higher perspective and higher perspective meaning that they are not 
in the bucket of emotion with you so their perspective can come from a point of arrival of more clarity that can serve you through the perspective of loved ones, obviously loved ones that are not the center point of the problem and our issue that you're incurring in your life. And so here, the personal development will give you the ability to grow from the pain, to transform the pain, and to to discover that there may be a level of a deeper permission inside of you that you could get to if you can see things in a different way that will birth a different feeling that will allow the pathway for a different course of action which then comes to step seven when you really understand that the emotional healing pattern is here in your life for a greater purpose not just for you but yet for the gift of others as well you get to and i say get to because it's a gift to be able to repurpose your lesson this is where the creative process comes in and step seven is to take the lesson of whatever emotional pattern that you were going through and or pain and to repurpose it to implement change and this is the third part you know discovering the belief honoring the belief and implementing the change and so in step seven this is where you can invite yourself to repurpose the lesson so that others can learn from it and others can grow from it and be ready for it Um, and that you now become a conduit to understanding a deeper wisdom within yourself a creative way to allow yourself to express outwardly and that becomes art because in the mess you make it a masterpiece and the art is how we get to literally grow because we all have an artist within us and the artist is in our unique perspective in our approach to life and there really is no right way and so with that those are the seven steps in emotional healing patterns that you could go through on your own that I'm sharing what I do with clients and or you can reach out to me and we could do the deep dive work together which we definitely grow from and it's impressive I've noticed this past week what has God been teaching me well one I've been learning about myself I love surprises completely love surprises and the more that I have recognized the surprise I've been noticing a lot of role reversals in my life in which people are coming into my life to shine light on old relationships that I have possibly not understood what the actual person was going through until the role reversal and it's one of the ways that I realized that God helps me clear my karma cycles is to be in the shoes of both people and oftentimes even though sometimes it's years delayed later and or months and or weeks um, I'm still grateful for it because in the ability to 
self-analyze and grow my intent is always to be better and to always do better i can dedicate myself to a life a life of growth and excellence because i am able to look back and feel the feelings and to know that the emotions are there to be honored and so in the space of the variety of the emotions, I'm always led to a deeper logic. And in the logic, I can decipher and really understand any defense mechanisms that come up. And in the defense mechanisms, that really is a way to look at the center point of overcompensation as to where we may have felt somewhere along in our path, a state of unworthiness. And when we are at a state of unworthiness or feeling not good enough in any which realm or capacity, then we can really understand our own mental health, which is something I am a huge advocate for. It's what I've dedicated my life to do is to help people in the mental health capacity through emotional freedom, through the subconscious gift of relief that we can do through hypnosis, through hypnotherapy, NLP, through meditative space, through the deep work. And so I'm grateful because in the depths of understanding what God is teaching me, through pain and through other people's pain, I'm able to repurpose it into a gift. And so that is where I have been this past nine days of February. This is a month of love and a month that is commercialized in love. But really, I look at the commercialized love of, you know, being in the month of Valentine's Day, of getting to the center point of loving myself madly and I encourage you to do the same to do even deeper work to dive even deeper and to discover blueprints that you have Uh, like I mentioned I am going to be uh, guiding people to invite you to discover your subconscious blueprint. I have eight modules that are amazing in which we go through um, the pains, the roots, the foundations, the reassociations. We go through the identification of recurring lessons the established triggers, the taking back of power, the integration and implementation, and the bonus evolved you. And there's so much density that goes into that, that I'm inviting you if this podcast today has helped you in any which way and has inspired you and or triggered thoughts or ideas, please share it, tag it um, in your stories, uh, go on to the platform of podcast um, iTunes, that's what it is, on iTunes, share your feedback, share your love, you can find that in doing so i will tag you spread love to you and just be so overwhelmed with gratitude for you by you through you and 
it inspires me. It really inspires me when you guys message me as to the epiphanies and to the lessons that you go through and how it really helps you break through. So thank you. I'm grateful today to be here and to pour a little extra love, a little extra seasoning onto your soul today because you matter. You matter to me so deeply and that's my favorite thing to do is to understand you on a deeper level and through you inadvertently i understand me even more so collectively we raise the consciousness we heal each other one person at a time i leave you with love i leave you with light i pray for you every single day i pray for you every single night and i hold you all in meditation you are my inspiration so thank you sending you love in spite of anything that you may be growing through know that it is happening for you and i am always here to discuss i'm hosting free 20-minute consultations on the phone to align the work that we could possibly be doing together and so please reach out to me you can send me an email to schedule an appointment at loveyourselfmadly at gmail.com and or reach out to me or go into my online store at www.loveyourselfmadly.love. Thank you so much. I hope you smile today. Enjoy your day. Raise your vibration. Go out and do something that makes you feel fulfilled and enjoy your life. Goodbye. Talk to you soon.